<laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Relax Just Love podcast, vegan edition. I have the pleasure to be sitting with the Dopaz vegan. I, ah, I love that. Name. Dude, so, appreciate it. So, how people call you? Do they call you Joshua? Is that how they call you? Uh, yeah, Josh. Joshua's fine, yeah. Cool. Because I like the, the Dopaz vegan. I had to introduce you as that. Me too. That's a cool ass name, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, agreed. Agreed. Um, I, like I was telling you before the podcast, I don't know much about you. We just. You commented on a couple of my things and I just, I don't know, there's something about you. I saw, I went on your page, I checked out what you were doing and I think you're on a, a very, very cool journey right now. And I, <laughs> I wanted to take the time to speak with you because I got a feeling you're just a cool dude. So <laughs> try to be, try to be. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some before pictures. How much mm. did you weigh beforehand? Uh, 635 pounds. 635 pounds? Yeah. Jesus. Two cheeseburgers away from 650, buddy. <laughs> Damn. How much do yeah. you weigh now? Uh, 239. Yeah. <laughs> 239? So you mm -hmm. lost just shy of 400 pounds? No, I, I lost uh, 425 pounds. That's, that's <laughs> <damn>. <laughs> and did you lose that with a vegan diet yeah um predominantly um uh a raw a raw diet um but yeah um and right now i'm, I'm alkaline i lost my last uh, 150 uh doing the alkaline diet yeah so, alkaline way of eating way of eating <laughs> and how long did it take you how long you been vegan for uh, uh, a little over five years now. Yeah. So it took you five years to go down, mm -hmm. and you said you're at two thirty nine right now. Yeah, two thirty nine. Yeah. Man, that's four hundred and twenty five pounds in five you know, years. And what's even uh, what's more crazy is that this is probably the thinnest I've been since I was uh, uh, ten. Ten years old. You were a big boy at ten years old. Oh. My God, at, at, at 10 years old, I was uh, uh, two, 240 pushing 250. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I was a big guy. I've always been a big guy. My whole family is, is tiny. I was the only one that <laughs> came out like a house. <laughs> Are you tall on top of that? I wish. God, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> If I was if I was uh, six something, forget it. I would be a monster. But no, I'm I'm only I'm five seven, and then after I hurt my back, I'm probably like five, five six, at the most. Yeah. Wow. So five six. Yeah. Six hundred and thirty five pounds. Yeah. And was per I was perpetually um, perpetually in pain, perpetually sad, perpetually hungry uh and what i used to do was uh, i was a professional chef i was a chef for well since i was since i was 13 i was pretty much in the kitchen so um so I, you know that's like having an addict in a in you know uh, a drug addict in a, a drug den you know i was just i didn't know how to stop um 
And then it was just like um, just horrible things. You know, I, I don't know. I, I say horrible, but to me, honestly, I feel like um, there were things that just, um, I guess, needed to happen in order for me to realize that I had to save my own life. You know, um, I never really feel too down about my my back or or anything really i just you know i try to maintain a uh, positive mental attitude you know pma i have it tattooed on me somewhere right here so <laughs> <laughs> i say that all the time i have so many yeah. tattoos i'm like i i swear I have it. <laughs> it's somewhere around there yeah yeah I'm trying to get like you, my brother. Whew, I, need, I need more. I need more coverage. Look, they're, they're they're <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> everywhere. I only have my legs. Done. I just have one massive one on one of my legs. Mm. But then three quarter of it is on one day. I'm due. I haven't yeah, gotten right. tattooed in a few years now. So I, I need to do time. it. Yeah, I think it's time, brother. <laughs> what made you go vegan? Um, Honestly... Uh, what happened to me, I actually just talked about that in my lab. That's funny. Um, <clears throat> I was a, a chef buyer for uh, Whole Foods. Uh, I'm not sure if you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and uh, they used to send me to like slaughterhouses and stuff like that. Uh, I used to always get out of the slaughterhouse things because I always knew I had a, uh, a vegan heart. I just used to, I used to allow the toxic masculinity thing come into play and be like, oh no, I could never be vegan. Um, but my wife was actually uh, the first person to tell me, hey, maybe we should try to to be vegan. You know, let's try, you know, it's wrong. You know, it's good animals, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, 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 okay, okay. And I brushed it off. Uh, I would say about two weeks later, I was sent by my job to a, a slaughterhouse. Yeah. And um, uh, now I understand why there are no windows in a slaughterhouse. Um, let's just put it this way. I walked in there and the smell was just outrageous, you know, and the um, we're we're both empaths. So the heaviness of that place, it was unbelievable um so I, I woke up and there's a, a a young guy you could tell he probably just started working there and they wanted him to um to put down a a pig so you know you know how it goes they have the the air gun he yeah, goes like up to, it's like the nail that's yeah exciting. oh man yeah and he just walked up to it and i could see in his face like he just he did not want to do it you know um so another gentleman came over and without blink without blinking an eye you know batting an eye nothing bam right me and that young man both walked out of there in hysterics he quit and i quit the next day um it was done it was over for me i um i set myself right then and there no I'm done with me. I'm done with all this stuff. That stuck for about a month. And then, stupid me, I went back and fell back. And then when I got hurt, 
was really when everything really shifted because um, when I got hurt, well, let me tell you how I got hurt. Um, the way I got hurt was I had a little dog, not the one that you see running around over here. Um, I had a a little Shih Tzu that was, he was my guy that day, this, this big brother. Um, and um, he was gonna jump and there was like some spikes and stuff. So I went down fast to, to get him. And when that happened, I heard a pop. And in less than, I would say five minutes, I was completely uh, numb from the neck down. I was unable to move. Uh, they even had to uh, uh, intubate me because I even lost the capability of breathing on my own for a bit. Um, it was probably one of the scariest, but also life-changing in a good way. Mm -hmm. And I know I say that and people always go, what? What are you talking about? I was moving a mile a minute. I was 600 pounds. I was running and going to die. You know, I was honestly, I, 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 I worked two jobs. You know, I ate like, like crap. I never had time for my family and never had time for myself, never made myself a priority. And guess what? When you're stuck in a, in a hospital bed for almost nine months, you become your priority. You know what I'm saying? Like you become that priority. Um, I almost, I almost died three times in the hospital. Um, the first time was when I first came in, just I couldn't breathe uh, uh, on my own. So they, they put me, they put me down for like I would say almost two weeks. So I, I lost two weeks of my life. I didn't even know what happened. Uh, then. Uh, mind you, I was a 600 pound man um, <laughs> and they were giving me uh, medicines for people who weighed uh, average person, what, 150 pounds. Yeah. So they were, they were giving me blood thinners for 160 pound man and I'm 600 pounds. So what happened? I caught a, uh, uh, a blood clot, ran from my leg up to my, uh, my lung. And it's called a pulmonary embolism. Uh, I actually died then. I uh, was brought back. They paddled me and everything. That was uh, that was fun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, and, you know, it, the way I feel is this. <clears throat> and most people don't don't understand when I say it, but this is this is how I feel. If it was not for that happening, I would not understand my purpose. And my purpose on this blue, beautiful planet that we take for granted is to show that a person who used to be a part of the, the, of the abuse, uh, that um, abused himself and his family can change so completely you know, and I'm not just talking about weight loss. Weight loss is just a happy uh, extra to what I gained. Yeah? And what I gained was a sense of, of purpose and compassion that most people that walk around this, you know, this world don't have. You know, I, 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 I truthfully feel 
that if it was not for these uh, unfortunate accidents that, you know, unfortunately, you know, sprinkled my life, I wouldn't be the person that I am now. And that to me, uh, the person I am now is very important, you know, so. <laughs> well, co- coming, coming from all of that, what mm-hmm. would you what's next what do you what's the next step in your life uh my next step in life is to uh one become a a a greater advocate for for animals and also for the disabled because i am unfortunately disabled um i see i see a lot of uh you know, a lot of injustice going on when it comes to animals and disabled people. It's kind of like where, you know, where we can be thrown away in the trash. We're, we're less than, you know, and I'm not saying that everybody feels like that, but I've seen it, you know, I've, I've, I've felt it before, you know, and um, I feel that uh, veganism is one of the only well, veganism and, and, and fitness, that, this is what I feel, are the only places where if you prove yourself, you roll your ticket. You roll your ticket. Like, um, I know uh, most people, they see me and they, they say, oh, you know, he's a, he's, he's a big guy. He's, he's, you know, he's strong or whatever. Well, I use a lot of apparatus in order to move around. I... I I use a wheelchair every once in a while when my legs just act funny, um, which is usually when it's cold. Um, and then I use a, a grandma walker, <laughs> grandma walker to walk around. Um, but for the most part, when I'm lifting or when I'm doing CrossFit, um, I'm either, you know, uh, lifting, lifting the world off my shoulders or uh, trying to show people that, um, What's your excuse? You know, you, you had a 600 pound cripple, you know, working out and trying to better his life. What's your excuse? You know, like, it doesn't matter. Like, I always see so many people, like, I've had a few, a few friends, like I have some, uh, some uh, large friends. <laughs> um, <laughs> and they, uh, they all say the same thing. Uh, oh, I don't want anybody. To make fun of me or, or or I'm like who the hell would make fun of a person who's actively trying to save their own life nobody you know, cares like, I'll yeah. be honest with you I've been in gyms for 20 years I <laughs> exactly. could not care less that's, I'm there to work out I'm not there to look at people I do not give a fuck exactly. what the next person <laughs> is doing I'm working right. out I have things to do I'm out and it's the end of it I don't care you know what the problem is that I, I feel like most people, most people find reasons to um, talk themselves out of um, embracing the suck. That's what I like to call it, right? Because me personally, I, I've, my first CrossFit like workout was quite possibly the scariest thing I've ever done in my life. Mind you, I was I was an athlete in, in high school, played football, college, I played football, played basketball for my short stature. I was little. Uh, <laughs> um, I was always, you know, an active person. So 
when I finally uh, started feeling, you know, good, you know, really honestly good, I said, there's nothing to stop me. So just go, you know, I've never been one to be, you know, be scared or, you know, all the things, hey, shut up, kid. Um, everything that I've uh, faced in my, uh, in my life has prepared me for this journey, I guess. You know, it's like I, I wake up with just gratitude. And, you know, a lot of people, they, they get up, they're like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm like, let's go. Let's go. Let's, let's go to the gym. Let's, let's, do some, let's, let's do some bodybuilding. Then after that, I'll go at, at 4 o'clock and hit the CrossFit gym. Like movement is life. That's what that's what people forget. People don't understand that. The more you move, the more you feel alive. The more you feel alive, the more you want to move. You know? And I feel that obesity and and sickness and all that, it's it, it's just a um how how do I explain it? It's just a you know something that happens because you stop moving. You get comfortable in being lazy. And laziness is the true disease that we have to combat. You know, it's like, I, I remember from the age of like 21 to like, I would say 32, I was completely, completely stagnant. I did absolutely nothing. I went to work, came home, ate, slept, rinsed, and repeat. You know, and now every day is a new, a new day. It may be something different in the gym, but it's still a new day, you know, and it's like people take their health for granted. And this is, this is, this is where I want, this is where my stance is. Don't take your health for granted. Because when you do, everything that happened to me will happen to you. And that's what I'm trying to keep people from doing, you know, like, I listen, I've gotten DMs from uh, you know, body positive people. I've gotten DMs from um the fact acceptance, you know, and all they say they say the same thing, you know, and me personally, listen, you wanna be you wanna be fat, more power to you, you know, have have fun with that, buddy, you know, but that doesn't mean that I want to stay fat. That doesn't mean that I want to be unhealthy. You know, it's like, I feel like, you see, like when body positivity started, it was for people who got maimed in war, you know, got hurt, you know, hurt their backs like me. You know, that's what that hashtag is for. You know, I can't change what happened to me. I can't change my, my disability. But I can sure as hell change my weight. You know, I can change that. You can most definitely change that. I went from 600 and almost 50 pounds to two something. And if I could do it, anyone can. I promise you, I promise you, anyone can, you know. I just feel that people make excuses about just wanting to be comfortable. And, com and being comfortable is a quick way to die. Is the best way to live is to always try something new and to see what happens. Roll the dice. See what happens, man. You know, like, geez. <laughs>
I I say this all the time. There's uh, if you ask me right now, every single thing I felt like doing, I've done it. There's new things I'm going to want to do that I don't know that I want to do. But mm -hmm. everything I've wanted to do, I've done it in the moment that I felt like doing it. Look at that. And, that, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, at least give yourself the chance to do the things that you want to do. You know, like my, my weight was a complete hindrance to my life. Like, seriously, it was, it was like, and not even... Like, it's funny, like, people always say, oh, um, the physical aspect of it. No, 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 no. Physical is, is, is one thing. But the mental part that comes yeah. along with it yeah. is the real issue that we have to get down. You know, it's like, I remember there was things that I wanted to do. Like, I had opportunities to travel. I had opportunities to open up restaurants and I could not I physically just could not you know and it hindered my life you know it, it really did like I, I hate when people say oh my weight doesn't bother me of course it does of course it does you may not feel it now look, look at me for for almost 35 years I was maintaining Walking around 300, um, like almost 600 pounds at that point, maintaining. But who wants to maintain that level of health? I, I, I don't not anymore. You know, I, I like, I like where I'm at right now. I want to get down on maybe another little 20 pounds. So I can get the little rips and cuts like you guys. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, I could, so I could be without a shirt too, you know? Yeah, you could <laughs> you do know? what we call a Will Brooks and just I'm take your shirt you, off all the time. Will, I'm coming for you. I got these one and a half abs right here, buddy. <laughs> you know? But yeah. it, it it's weird. It's weird, right? Like people just don't understand, I guess, you know? I want you to go back. You said something that I'd like to speak more about. You talked about sure. uh, DMs that you get from body oh, positive yeah. people. Explain mm -hmm. to me, because I, I, I know what those are. Like yeah, I know yeah. what the term stands for. Mm -hmm. um, but what do they say? Like, what, what do you get hit with? Uh, I get hit with, um, you shouldn't be using the body positivity um, hashtag. It's not for you I, I was like it's most definitely for me it's, it's it's for people who you know as i explained before you know i was like what are you talking about you can go to the gym and go run and go lift weights and lose 150 pounds and be fine me i lost damn I, well i lost 425 pounds and i'm not fine but i feel great you know and you're gonna tell me that i can't I can't put that on, on my post. That hashtag was made for me. It was made for me, you know, like, and yeah, I get, I get, Hey, I get like, um, Oh, you know, why are you, why are you perpetuating this, uh, this weight loss, uh, uh, falsity, uh, uh, you're part of a call, you know, veganism. Um, <laughs> just the other day, I, I actually put up, um, something, this, uh, young man, uh, wrote to me out of the blue didn't i've never seen him ever yeah. before uh he was like um oh uh why are you bashing um meat eaters and 
<clears throat> all you guys are are weak and unable to do all this that, that. you know the same stuff we always hear you so know, they're talking he's saying that about vegans that we're weak yeah that we're okay, weak okay. yeah of course we are yeah and it's and, and it's so hilarious because it's like you know i i get that a lot like whenever i go because you know whenever i go to the gym i always have to i have to shout out my veganism you know yeah. i i put like I, I have a shirt, you know, kill kill workouts, not not animals, you know, yeah. stuff like that. And you know, it's it's weird how triggering that is for certain people. Like I just don't understand. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm not coming, <coughs> excuse me, I'm not coming to to trigger you. I'm just showing what I'm about. You know, uh, I had this uh, gentleman come over to me, and I'm on the the curl machine, and uh, he's like, oh, you know, uh, you're a vegan. And I said, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, uh, he was like, oh, I wonder where you guys get your protein from. You know, I was like, Pfft. of course. I said, wow, that's 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 new. I never heard that one. Yeah, before, exactly. you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I just looked at him and I said, I get the I get the protein the same way you get your protein. The only thing is that I cut out the middleman and I stopped killing uh, animals. Yeah, yeah. And they just look at me like, what? And I was like. And he was like, yeah, but I hear that, you know, you guys aren't as strong as I curl 120 pounds in front of yeah. the man. Yeah. Like, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> you know, like, I'm like, dude, I just did almost the entire rack. Like, what are you talking about? You know, but, you know, it, it it's fine. You know, I, I, I'm always going to get that, especially being being what, you know, from my background, like I'm uh, I'm Puerto Rican and also uh, Native American. So. I get it from both sides, you know, yeah. like my Puerto Rican side is pretty cool about it because as long as I can eat rice and beans, they're cool. Of course. <laughs> you know? Well, rice and beans, you're good, you're good. Yeah. But uh, the native side, uh, yeah, they just look at me like if I'm weird. And I'm saying, like, hey, I'll be a hunter. I'll hunt for, I'll hunt for grapes. <laughs> you know, like, they're like, oh, but that's gathering. I'm like, hey, I'm gathering for me and I'm hunting for you, you know, so it's, it's all good, but me personally, I, I honestly could care less what people think. The way I feel is I, I was put on here to accomplish greater things than to be going back and forth, you know, with some random that doesn't even know me, you know. So I just laugh it off half the time. <laughs> it, I, I get those messages too, especially on my Facebook. It's, yeah. um, it's interesting because I mm-hmm. have about 10,000 <laughs> followers on Facebook and I don't oh. use it at all. I don't, I don't play with it whatsoever because it's mostly people I know. It's oh, mostly okay. people I've met throughout my life. I've met through fighting through all that stuff, but yeah, yeah. I don't like to talk about my veganism with them because of those yeah. types of conversation. Yeah, so I started hard, an account that is just vegan. Nobody on my Instagram. I know personally until I meet them on Instagram. but i don't know but none of them were friends before i started my instagram for that reason alone i did not want to have to explain my choices every single time because i don't know what insults people i'm not the type to walk around my best friend's not vegan he still eats meat and honestly Mm -hmm. i don't care personally it's him if he's comfortable with that I have, he has changed the way he eats about half of what he used to just yeah. because of the way I eat. So I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. if one day 
he'll just completely stop without me having to say a single word. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I don't know what triggers people when you tell them that you don't eat meat. I don't understand what is so... How do people take that personally? I don't understand it. I... I I can I understand I think a little bit maybe I can I can help with that um I feel this this was just what I feel that when they see someone who makes a choice an active choice an active moral choice not to do any harm for them it, it puts a mirror up to them like why oh, yeah. am I you know yeah. why am I a piece of crap you know yeah. and it's like we're not trying to do that. We're just trying to be us. You know, it's just like, for me, I, I, I have plenty of friends that are, are, are not vegan, you know, especially in the, in the types, in the types of circles that we run in, like, like you're, you're in, in the fight, you know, in the fight sport and I'm, and I'm in CrossFit. CrossFit is world renowned for paleo. Like that is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what they do. That's what they, yeah. you know, yeah. almost like yeah. a mantra for them, you know. But um, <clears throat> I've noticed as of late that there's been a a shift, you know, especially in like in my box. Like my box, there's a couple of other vegans, you know. I love you guys, represent. <laughs> uh, and um, yeah, like they see how well we do. Like it, it's it's weird, man, because like when I'm when I'm in my regular life, like, you know, going around, whatever, I look stiff, you know, look hunched. But when I'm working out, I'm just a different person. I, I, I It's like everything goes back to way, the way it should have been, you know. Um, my, my, whole, my whole way of, of equating, I guess, my life was for a long time, I was lost. Right. For a long time, I was lost in, in, in sadness because of, you know, my, my family, you know, what happened to my family. Um, and I'll elaborate on that. My, my family was completely ravaged by cancer. Uh, I lost all of them, uh, except for my, my older brother and my two baby brothers. All the rest are, are, are gone, unfortunately. Um, leukemia, liver, um, basically every, every rounding form of cancer I've had in my family. Um, and unfortunately I was also touched by, by that too. I have, um, I'm living with, uh, non-Hospital lymphoma. Uh, for those of you who are not aware, that is a, um, cancer of the lymphatic system. Um, <clears throat> It's a blood cancer. Um, for me, I decided to forego chemo. Um, and that was simply because my whole family did chemo and they're all not here. So I figured I'll try something different. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going the holistic way and it's been working for me. That was uh, five years ago. So still here. Uh, I was supposed to be gone by now. Um, and it's, it's crazy, like, uh, the way they make you feel, like, this, this is exactly how it happened. Uh, December 20, uh, 24th, I, I got my results for, 
because I had a huge grapes, uh, grapefruit-sized lump on the side of my neck, which I didn't know because of this fine mane that I have here. I, I never, <laughs> I never really saw it until I had to, I had to cut it um, down a little for a. Uh, I, I was actually doing a uh, photo shoot for uh, for Blink, uh, Blink Fitness. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm a model too, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and um, when I saw it, I was like, "Wow, this is." this is really big, you know? So when I, when I touched it, I knew instantly, like I knew, you know, I was like, okay. So I went to the doctor, they did a biopsy, which sucked by the way. <laughs> and um, um, December 9th, a day before my birthday, they called me in to come, to come in and get the results. So I go in <clears throat> and um, you know, uh, the oncologist told me, uh, Ms. Carrero, unfortunately, you have non-Hashkins lymphoma. It's, uh, it's stage four. Uh, we're going to have to immediately get you into chemotherapy. We're going to do uh, 12 months of a year, a year of chemotherapy. Uh, I sat back in my chair. Uh, and, you know, like give a person... Uh, a chance to adjust to this news before you're trying to rush them into, you know, um, you know, something else, you know? So I told him, I said, sir, I need to, I need to think about this because I've seen what your cure does to people. So he said, fine, fine. No problem. Take, take you know, take a week. Fine. I come back a week later. And I sit back and I tell him, um, no, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna do chemo, sir. You know, this so-called doctor tells me, well, that's fine, Mr. Carrero. I don't need your business. So my life and everybody else's that you treat are simply for your Making money. Yeah, you know. So I was like, so I, I immediately listen, the way I, I'm I'm a kid, I'm a dude from Brooklyn, New York. It took everything in me not to knock this old man clear into the next room because I was so upset. And the thing was, this is what made, made it even worse. It, it wasn't that I was upset about me. I was upset. I saw young people there, you know? I saw old people. Why are you forcing old people who are in the twilight of their life to actually have no life? None. You know? my Listen, my mom... My, listen, if I was to tell you, my mom, my dad, my sister, my sister, her whole entire life was wasted because of chemotherapy. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't do it. Hey, listen, if you're if you're terminal or if you're doing really bad, hey, it's your decision. But for me, I'd rather go with a better quality of life. You know, like if I can get a good 15, 10, hell, seven good years without the kind of pain that I saw my, my parents go through, my sibling go through, I'll be... I'll be fine with that. I really would. I would be amazed by it. But I know that that's not what's going to happen because 
doing well. But uh, <laughs> but it's just like, you know, we all have to remember that, you know, like with cancer, they're, they're always trying to say, oh, it, it's, it's about, you know, your, you know, how your family was, your, your hereditary or stuff like that. Okay, you, you can say that. Only 10% of that is true though. The rest, what was the common denominator? The way we ate. Uh-huh. We, we all ate the same types of food, you know? And, you know, my family, like it, it sucks to say that I'm going to be one of the oldest people in my family. My, my mother died at 50, my dad died at 52, my sister died at 42, you know? My, my grandparents were the oldest, but they, they died in such a horrific way that it didn't make any sense, you know? Like, my, my grandfather went from being a, I'm a carbon, a carbon copy of my grandfather. This, this is my dad's body, <laughs> my, my, grand, my grandpa's body, you know? And uh, when, when we finally had to carry him out of the house, he was maybe 95 pounds. Yeah, you know, so it's like a cure shouldn't kill you. No. You know, like yeah. medicine shouldn't kill you. You know, it's like I, I I always tell people there's a cure for everything in this world. You just have to find the right combination of foods and and herbs to accomplish. You know, so it's like. I'm I'm willing to put that to the test, you know. So it's like I, I just tell people to please, please, please take your health seriously, you know. Because if you don't, then your health will do you in, you know. Plain and simple. You know? I I always think about um, when I see people treating their body like a garbage. I always think about how they would treat their cars. They would mm -hmm. never put garbage in their cars because they mm -hmm. fully understand that that is not what the car needs to run properly. Mm -hmm. But yet they turn around and they eat all that junk food day in, day out, and they mm -hmm. wonder why they get sick. Exactly. Like, it, it, it's so crazy, right? Like, if I was to give you the rundown of the things that I had wrong with me before I, I took my health into my own hands, yeah. Yeah. I had I had type 2 diabetes. I had um fatty liver, right? I had uh the early stages of kidney disease, early stages of heart disease. I had a a a lung that was under so much weight that it made it hard. It, basically I had COPD without actually having COPD and it had to do with the amount of fat that was on my chest and on my diaphragm. Um let me see. A horrible back, as you know already. Um, oh, I had my legs, my my ankles, and my and my shins and my knee reconstructed because of the weight. You know, so it was like, and the minute I'm telling, it was it was it was so crazy. Like the shift that came so quickly within six months, no more diabetes. Uh -huh. The the liver disease subsided right the asthma subsided the copd subsided 
Um, everything got better. My my high blood pressure gone, completely gone. Don't mind me, I'm sweating because it's hot as hell in this room. <laughs> and uh, it's just, I just tell people that you your health is exactly what you eat. It is you, exactly. you are what you eat. You yeah. are what you no, eat. No, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like I, I, I like to tell people your health because people don't get you are what you eat. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah, like, yeah. oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> you will die. You will die early if you continue to eat the crap that they're feeding them. Uh-huh. You understand? It's like this is the first generation of of of, yeah. of us that we're gonna outlive our kids. That's horrible. That's that's unacceptable to me. Unacceptable. Because I have I have nieces and nephews, yeah. and I want them to grow and be and and you know flourish, make the world a better yeah. place. How are they gonna do that from a hospital bed? They won't. They won't. They won't. And that's why the, that's why the world needs people like you and I. That you know, yeah, we may not be, you know, we may not be, you know, PC. And, and, and we may not be, you know, oh, you know, me, I'm, I'm kind. I try to be kind. But yeah. if I feel that you're taking advantage of your body and your health, I'll call you on it. I'll call you on it quicker than anyone you've ever seen in your as life. As you should, as you should. Yeah. Maybe because maybe you'll plant a seed. Maybe yeah. you'll plant a seed. Let me, uh, let me ask you this because we're, we're going to run out of time here. <laughs> okay. I need to ask you one question. I always ask the same question before I end the podcast. Sure. If you could speak to your 14-year-old self, what would you tell him? I would tell him, stop chasing this stupid-ass girl. No, I would, I, would tell, I would tell myself to continue to better myself but to please 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 first go vegan and get your family to become vegan because i feel that that saved my life and i always wanted i i, I always think to myself whenever i do get down which is not you know not often i always think to myself what if i would have been strong enough to be a vegan at a younger age and got them to shift over, yeah. you know? Yeah. And like, imagine, I, I just imagine my, my parents still being around and my mom and my sister, you know? But then I also say too, what I would also say is, man, if you're 14, put them weights up, buddy. Keep, keep lifting weights, keep playing football, you know, play, you know, be healthy, man. Be healthy. Don't let this, don't let this, you know, this weight pile on, you know, because like for even 14, I was still huge, but it was still manageable. It wasn't 600 pounds, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I would tell myself just to put my head down and just, you know, go to the grindstone, do, do what it, and it's funny because I've always liked working out, you know, it was just, I don't know, I got, I got lazy, got depressed, depressed. That's what I, yeah. I got depressed. And now my, um, my, uh, what you call it? My, my mental health and everything. I find it in, in weights. I find it in, in sweat and blood, <laughs> you know, and it's like, 
I tell people that they're like, oh, that sounds horrible. I'm like, it's not. It's not. No, it's, it's not. not. You know, it's like one of the most freeing things in the world to be able to say to yourself, if something goes down, if something bad goes down, I'll be able to handle it. You know, it's just reassurance. You get this confidence that you don't have usually. You know? so. Totally agree with oh. you, brother. <laughs> I, here, bro. <laughs> I, I, want, I want to thank you for taking the time. Oh, It's been a pleasure speaking to you. I really appreciate it. Thank All you. the best. <laughs> we'll speak again. I, I'll be in yes, touch because I want to introduce you to someone, like I was saying cool. earlier. All right. But <laughs> thank you very much for doing this, man. Same. I, I appreciate you greatly. Thank you so much. Thank you, brother. <laughs> All right. Same here, brother.